three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, and I'm here with uh, streamer, podcaster, generous lover, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, constant contributor of the uh, of the uh, podcast here, uh, OJ. OJ, welcome, sir. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, and we're talking about a uh, we're talking about a good movie. Like like I said, I I. I I clearly, I don't think I like it as much as you, but we're talking about Brightburn, and that's uh, that's the new movie that was produced by James Gunn, so he just, you know, gave him the motherfucking money, and then... Uh, but his relatives wrote it. Yeah, Mark Gunn and Brian Gunn, who, yeah. I have their IMD, uh, their Rotten Tomatoes stuff up, they, their prior writing credits, uh, not great, uh, <laughs> they include Journey Journey to the Mysterious Island, <laughs> which starred Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, and then uh, Bring It On Again, <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing. So, not the best uh, track record heading in. I will say that while I, I do have problems with this, and they're definitely there, um... The thing that worked the best for me, uh, as far as what these guys brought to the table, I think they should do more horror stuff. Because the, all the horror stuff in here, I thought worked really well. Uh, I just thought that uh, uh, it was just rushed. For me, it was rushed. It, it just needed another half hour. But uh, we'll kind of get into that. Kind of your initial thoughts as you like left the theater and everything. You know, man... Um... I was pretty much on the edge of my seat from start to finish. Personally, okay. I was. Okay. I was super, super pulled into this one. Um, so um, it didn't feel rushed to me or anything like that. I think it could have gone a little bit longer, but I did not leave disappointed. And that, in the end, is kind of like the big thing there. Not disappointed. So going to the uh, just the plot, uh, the the movie takes place in a small sorry Brightburn. Par- pardon me, it it takes place in Brightburn, and it starts with Elizabeth Banks who plays uh, uh, Tor- uh, Tori. Uh, is it Briar? Briar? Thanks, Briar. Briar. Yeah, she plays Tori Briar, and then David Denman, who uh, of course you know Roy from The Office. He's got this thing playing dads. With kids who have powers, because he played Jason's dad in Power Rangers, and now he's playing, <laughs> and now he's playing Clark Kent's son uh, or, or father uh, in this movie. I will say, he was the biggest surprise for me in this watching yeah. it because I'll tell you right now, uh, and I, some people may not take it here, but I'm going to take it here. Uh, if you're a uh, if you're a woman who's a mom. I could get how this movie would piss you off because there is just this point where Tori is just like, this is our son. We will never turn our back on our son. And David, Kyle stopped just short of saying, wake up, bitch, smell the suicide. Like this, like, yeah. like, or the, hom- the, the homicide. This kid is nuts. And what we need to do is put a bullet in his head while he's sleeping, which uh, he kind of attempts to do. It doesn't do, doesn't go great. Nah, nah, the old yeller attempt falls flat. Yeah, uh, but so basically they're they're trying to have a kid. I think they said they've been trying for a couple years, and so you get to see uh, 
you get you know you get to see Roy from the office trying to nail uh, <laughs> uh, Mary, and <laughs> but as we're trying to go ahead and get intimate, uh, an asteroid just hits, and I had a feeling the asteroid was coming. But I was mid sipping my beer when the asteroid hit, and I was I was coughing for like a minute. I was like, ah, like movie. <laughs> but but it, it it's very it's very much Superman's uh, origin. And what I appreciate about uh, Jackson A. Dunn, who I believe this is actually his first movie. I haven't seen him in anything that I can. Uh, yeah, he's got nothing uh, in IMDb. So yeah, this is his first gig. And I will say, for the range of emotions the kid had to show while. I think the script, again, get there, it doesn't mold dirty. Uh, when he, Brandon has to get creepy, he is creepy. Yeah. Like, like he's uncomfortable. Like, I was cringing at multiple points in this movie, which is good, because that's exactly the reaction you're supposed to have. There's this point he goes in this girl's room that he has a crush on, and, <laughs> and it is just, oh, man, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, like, this is not, this is not good. But this kid... <sighs> And this is where the movie gets. This is where I'm kind of torn because the kid, the, the kid, basically, uh, he gets drawn to the ship that they have locked um, out in their barn. That the, the ship initially came in, and he gets woken up in the middle of the night because the ship is basically calling on him. He's almost getting uh, Professor Xavier, and he's starting to hear shit in his head, and he's like, ah, ah. and. While I get why the parents went, hey, you're our son, and didn't tell him. When the kid freaks out about them not telling him, I went, yeah, that's fair. I was like, you think, you know, when you're 10, eh, maybe I'm 11, I think he's 12 here. Yeah. Like, th this is one of those, like, hidden in the middle school conversations, like, hey, so, you're a son, but you're from up there. Like, it's one of those things you kind of need to address, you know. And so, when he freaks out, I went, I get why he's freaking out. What I didn't appreciate is how he seems like such a nice kid and I found the switch very jarring. That's why I wanted another 15 minutes to maybe see him trying to, I don't know, save a cat or some shit like that and maybe the cat gets hit or something like that. Like something where it doesn't go well so that when he makes the turn it's more, it doesn't seem so jarring. That's my biggest complaint about this, honestly, was when Brandon makes a flip. Even though when I, he makes a flip He's scary as hell, but I would like to see more, like, nice, like, kind of innocent Brandon before I got crazy Red Sun Superman Brandon. Uh, kind of your thoughts on that. So, um, first thing about this kid, um, you know who he reminds me of in, in the looks a bit? Is the son from uh, Unbreakable. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a resemblance. Okay, yeah, right? I can see that. So... We saw an Unbreakable, even though this is totally unrelated. No, no, go ahead. You know, we see that, you know, the son in that is the representation of idealism um, for what David Dunn is able to do. And then in this, like, he is, the, like, the kid is, like, in a, in a form, a representation of it in itself, but of it gone wrong. And again, it's like nature over, uh, or nurture, nurture, nurture over nature yeah. or what have you. Um, just like which part of the uh, nurture like latched on the most because clearly he's got a soft spot for his mom, right? Like that's yeah. his like lynch to like kind of rein it in some. Yeah. Um, and when the switch happens, I kind of buy it for it happening as quick as it was. Okay. Just because 
he's a smart kid already. He is very smart. That's true. So I think the jump in logic from if I can do this, I am superior, therefore I don't have to fear you, which means you mean jack to me. It's a real sharp, sharp, sharp slope. But considering how much he's bullied and they actually like emphasize that more than once, he even uses it uh, as an excuse while he goes does and does some fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, I think that shows that's what ended up latching onto him rather than the nurturing nature of the parents, like Clark Kent in Superman, for instance. Does that make sense? It, it, it does. I think my big thing, if you're going to bring up the bullying, is that the bullying didn't really intensify till he goes to that girl's room and goes super creeper and they're doing that trust exercise thing, which admittedly is fucked up because, you know, it's the whole drop back, like, oh, I'll catch you, I'll catch you. And when he drops back, yeah, that girl was like, nah, I'm good. Now, I think she even goes, ew. Yeah, now granted, again, he showed up in her room like at midnight and it was like, yeah, like, you're the only person who knows how special I am. And then she talks about her mom, and he goes, oh, don't worry, like, I'll take care of that. And in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm like, this mom is fucked beyond a reason. And I will say, too, um, I, I can never feel bad for the kid. I think that's where my other issue kind of came in, because if he's getting, getting bullied, like, f- from the beginning of the movie, I mean, this one smart, smart, snarky black kid, shocker, uh, comes in and makes some snarky comment to him. In the beginning of the movie, I can't even really say, but you know, the class kind of laughed at him. Fine, okay, but from there, he breaks his girl's arm, which I went, oh, I was like, oh, that's not good. And now, the mom freaking out. I get why she freaked out, but she crossed the line. And she was like, oh, are you guys like inbred? I was like, okay. Right. I'm like, I'm like, rein it back a little bit. Like, I get you're pissed off, and you deserve to be pissed off, but. You are saying shit where it's like, uh, all right, let's... Um, I think I would have scaled back, like, the actual injury just a tiny bit. Because, like, he doesn't just break her hand. He, like, breaks the wrist at the same yeah. time. Because it's two solid different breaks. Like, the crunch in the hand, and then it's, like, the joint at the wrist, man. Like, he fucks her shit up. Yeah. Um, I would have just done the broken bones in the hand and left it at that. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a little overkill. Yeah, I did too. So, but it's only there's not much of that in this though. But I, true, I I just again I would have liked to have seen him justifiably like not not, not, not the right way to say it. I would have liked to have seen him maybe get along with kids and then the bullying happens because I just again I just think that it's too quick for where they go. Now, granted, the kids in this. Uh, this is also one of the schools where teachers, you know, the, the the snap happened and there's no teachers fucking around, like, which, which is always just a trope that bugs me in movies. It's like, God, kids can just be fucking assholes and put porn on screen, but kids, but adults are never around. But, um, when, when, uh, when he gets in trouble and the parents go and pick him, uh, Kip, uh, pick up, good grief, Brandon, Brandon gives that mom the death stare. Yeah, like, I was just gonna say that like, look is like, like he he gave her this look like bitch I will end you and I so that look gave me chills. I was like oh shit like he was pissed and this is one of those cases again. I really wish the trailer hadn't shown this because when he fucks the mom kills the mom 
it is a dark scene, and he's taking uh, his precious sweet fucking time. Yeah, and that and that's another thing why I was like, okay, like so I thought it was actually kind of clever the way he came up with the symbol, just like taking his initials and yep. and made it you know hot topic it. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, I, I was like, okay, it's a simple symbol, but something that I like when I saw it, when I can immediately associate it with you know him, yep. which is what you want from a symbol for a villain or a hero. So I appreciate the way that was done. Um, when when he's fucking with her and he goes and breaks the light and glass falls in her eye, I I was cringing that whole yeah uh, that that scene made me crawl man yeah when he has to take the glass out of her eye I was like oh, okay I was like stop that right now um yep. which you know which is why I say the horror stuff works so well and when he offs her it's it's like damn okay um I. I I'm I'm sad about this movie because I, I again I just wanted more time to develop uh, Brandon because I think this I think the middle part a little slow when he's making the turn but when he makes a turn it is like it's more of a slasher movie than a superhero movie because oh, I mean because yeah. I mean he you know sets its victim goes oh okay you need to get killed and then goes off and does this thing um I think another thing that's just a little hard for me to accept is that. It didn't seem like there's a whole lot of rhyme or reason to some of the people who got killed. Like Matt Jones plays his uncle uh, Noah, and Noah first off is a goon, by the way. Like I oh, was total like, goon. like like I was in no way sad when he got killed. But he flies. Uh, Brandon flies to his wife's house first. Uh, his aunt. I want to say it's a uh, Mer- uh, Merrily. I want to say yeah. Merrily. Yeah, he flies to her house first. Does everything but kill her, and it flies and kills her husband. I was like, ah, okay. What is exciting about that uh, that death for Noah is you see Noah's jaw go through a steering wheel, yeah. and it is a brutal ass kill. I was like, it's like Mortal Kombat 11. Honestly, I was like, oh my god, okay. And that made me cringe. So again, the stuff that's supposed to make me, you know, uh, did work. And then I think it leads to a really good third act where. Uh, <laughs> poor, uh, and of course they're in a town with a sheriff is black. Poor bastard, uh, Gregory uh, Alan Williams played sheriff, uh, uh, played sheriff uh, Deaver, and he shows up and goes to Tori's house. Uh, Tori's house place, place, and goes, "Oh, hey, you know your kid around," because they're starting to see Brandon's symbol around all these these uh, these sites. Which I will say, dumb move, kid. Like I'm like, don't brand yourself like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it was. I was like, okay, for as smart as he's supposed to be, that was a very like, come on, kid. Like you should know. Like, but one can make the argument though that maybe he wanted to be caught noticed. Yeah, because I mean, if I may, can I oh, jump to the please. very end for a second? Please. Like when the credits are rolling, man, you see like the destruction he does after. Like he's not afraid of the spotlight. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like. Does that make sense? Like no, it, it, kinda, it does. Because, like, criminals, like, with that kind of moniker, they have that, like, urge to want to, like, or have the illusion that they can get caught. Yeah. And that may be the only way he feels any sort of excitement. It, 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 it's like going right up to the line and then, you know, right. like, jumping back. So I, I, I get that. I just, I don't know. I, 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 I him per- he progressed too quickly into full supervillain for me, which is okay. why I wanted that additional half hour. Uh, we get a scene where Kyle, uh, the dad, basically goes, 
because because his parents have put it together like oh man our, our son's gone cuckoo for cocoa puffs and Tori again Elizabeth Banks character she is she's denying this damn near to her grave uh which which doesn't do her any favors later uh but but she's like oh no no it's not him it's not him and Kyle is is damn near begging her like bitch believe me like I'm telling you this kid's gone nuts and it I will say one thing I thought was really creepy is that they live on a farm, and so they have these chickens, and then the chickens just get slaughtered, and and it, and Kyle's like, uh, the fuck, like, like a wolf could have done this, like it had to have been right, uh, been Brandon. And he's like, no, 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 it's not me. And it, Brandon is really kind of taking on Kyle for like the man of the house moniker. Like there's just these points where he's just stepping him, and. I'm telling you, it's a good thing this is not that uh, Brandon wasn't black. If I was a black father, he would have smacked away across the face. But uh, but Kyle, though, he's really trying to just like kind of outwit Brandon. I did find that pretty interesting. The, so when he they finally say, "Hey, we're gonna go ahead and go out to the woods and go hunting," I laughed out loud in the theater because I went, "Oh my god, he's gonna try to old the yellow room. Yep. Like he's gonna try to shoot him in the fucking head." And yep. when he tries to shoot Brandon, uh, first off, no effect. But Brandon looks at him like you motherfucker, like yeah, like, like I didn't like you already. Now you really just. But one thing I want to point out about that scene, yeah, Brandon is just going along with it anyway. He has no like he's not letting on like he knows at all. No, because he's like, look, Dad, there's two different kinds of tracks. Like he's getting very specific about what they're doing out there. And while he's checking it out, that's when his dad just is like, okay, bye, boom. Yeah. But like Brandon suspects nothing. No. And that's, like, after a bunch of crazy shit happens, which shows, like, the character flaw for it, because, you know, like, he just wants to feel loved and shit like that, too, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, the two people that have said that they've loved him from day one, including his dad, and he's, like, still putting that trust in him, even though he knows he can't really hurt him. But, I mean, he doesn't, I guess, know to that extent, but, like... Yeah. He, like, the it's practically unspoken at that point like i don't know it's such a symbol of trust man like it's something different that like for him to just be going along with it like i expected him to be going the whole like oh this is stupid dad like we don't need to look for track you know what i mean like because he's above that because he gives off that aura about himself like once he figures out stuff about these powers like he's above everybody else but here he is going hunting with his dad that's an interesting point i i, I think for me just because uh, right before they actually went out, Kyle just goes off on him. Like, we know what you did. We know what you yeah. did. And so the fact that Brandon wasn't suspicious, I was kind of like, well, that's stupid. Why wouldn't you be? Like, he, like, like if anything, Kyle leaves his cards out way too early on the table. So when that's they, true. So when they do go out to the woods, I was like, oh, like, this kid's going to... Yeah, and honestly, Kyle, like, really bad. Like, the plan wasn't bad, but him going off first and then taking him out to the woods, I'm like, that was really fucking stupid on your part. So when he got killed, I was like, well, yeah, of course you got killed. Why would you do it like that? And that death, man. It just laser beams, like. Right in the face. Yeah, you didn't get those from Superman and Man of Steel, but, but we can't. <laughs> That's what he basically. That's what he basically kind of threatened Clark Kent, or not Clark Kent. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, sorry. That's what he threatened Batman with in BBS, though. True. Like I could do something like that to you. 
But um, regardless. But he does. He literally beams through him. Like it's yeah. not even like a when you cut your neck. He he obliterates his his head is gone. I was like, like it's right at the back. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, and that. When you know that Brandon is just gone, it, it, as if you need any more proof, when Tori calls and goes, you know, where's, where's your dad? And he goes, gone. He goes, Go, gone where? And she goes, you know. And I was like, oh, shit, this kid's gone. Like, yeah. this kid is, there's no Brandon, uh, quote, unquote, left. I, I'm trying to think of the actual name that they gave. Did they give him a name? What, the character? The, the kid. Like, his his persona not really but like they like they end up calling him brightburn towards yeah, that during right. the news broadcast yeah okay um because that's where he originates from yeah um but like yeah only in the news broadcast okay um and i'll say two props to the costume department because his costume was creepy yep. it was kind of like a little scarecrow-esque mm-hmm. honestly i was like oh i was like all right this 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 works um, and then Elizabeth Banks is Tori, so when, so the, the big third act basically takes place in the house, and I think for the budget they had, they did a damn good job with this, um, Tori knows Brandon's coming, so she calls the cops, and God, these poor, these poor cops, man, that show up, they just, they didn't stand a chance, like, you know, the poor, of course the black sheriff shows up, like, ah, get in the house, and then he gets taken out, and then, you know, his, his, uh, second command, she gets taken out, and Brandon's, you know, flying around the house and just, like, fine in, fine out. It's, it, it's really intense. And it leads to Tori trying to stab him with part of the uh, part of the ship. Which, yep. I mean, if you're going to take him out, that's honestly what I would have done. Well, he got cut on the hand. Oh, that's right. Yeah. From, uh, from uh, touching that thing. That's right. Uh, when he actually finds out about the, the ship. Yeah. And so... Yeah, she tries to stab him. He stops her. Uh, he has grabbed her hand, isn't it? Yeah. It? Yeah. Uh, and and the look he gives her, like, I thought you were cool. And, yeah. And then flies her up hundreds of feet in the air and just treats her like a hot potato. Just drops her. <laughs> yep. And it's brutal. It, it's a real brutal way to end. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Um I did not see that coming. Yeah, so, so so the moment they showed that he was back at the house, I'm like, oh, the mom's a goner. I was like, there, there was no part of me. I was like, this this can only end one way, which I'll admit, I mean, not the most uplifting, unlike Tori. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really thought she was going to, like, injure him with that fucking shit really? piece. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that was part of it for me, too. I was just like, yeah, I don't think he's really in trouble. Um we're already apparently getting a sequel to this, so I will say I'm intrigued where that could possibly go. But um, as far as where the movie ends up, it does have a post-credit scene with uh, with uh, Michael, Michael Roker, who I fucking love, Yondu himself, uh, playing a uh, Alex Jones sort of character, which was really fucking funny because I think Alex Jones is just... The worst. So, yeah, is such a goddamn asshole. It really made me laugh because it, it's straight up Alex Jones. Like, you close your eyes, you go... Oh wow! Alex Jones got more of an accent, or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's damn near the same thing, but it does it teases the fact that we could have what, an equal, an evil Aquaman, yeah, um, an evil Wonder Woman. Yep. I it, thought I saw an evil Flash up there too. So actually, I, uh, what I read online is that they're, that's teasing that the uh, that the movie Super is in the same universe, which 
if you haven't seen Super, watch Super. Super's the shit. Oh, yeah. you mean that Crimson, movie? Yeah, Crimson Bolt. Yeah. So holy shit. So, okay. So, so that's 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 apparently what they're implying. So oh shit. Okay. And as a huge fan of Super. I'm okay with that. Uh, I will say Marvel kind of kind of fucked up the program because now everything needs to be a universe. We can't just get you know two movies <laughs> like anymore. It's like no, you need multiple ones. It's like, nah. but but I love Super so much. If they wanted to somehow try to connect the shit, I'm all for it. Um, just kind of wrapping up here is before we get to our grades. I um, I have issues with this. I do have issues with it. Um, I I know you haven't seen it yet. This is very much like Chronicle, but Chronicle is better. And this this not being two hours or maybe even an hour fifty, I think it needed that additional twenty minutes for Brandon's character to, to see that dis, that descent uh, into darkness. Um, it's a little frustrating from that aspect, but the kid the, the kid does such a good fucking job. I, I give him a lot of credit. I mean, your first time out, and it's really focused on you, and you do this well. And Elizabeth Banks, man, I I, I, I definitely have a love-hate relationship with her, but she does greatness, and Dave, David Denman did a great job. So, there's enough here that I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I'm gonna give it... Uh, I'm gonna be maybe a little kind, and I'll give it a B minus, yeah, because I think you see this at like uh, I think if you rent this on Amazon, you saw it at an early matinee, you'd go, yeah, that, that, that was worth it. So yeah, B minus for me. Uh, OJ, your final thoughts and grades, sir. Okay, so I'm calling this now. Okay. This is going to become a cult classic. Okay. Flat out, uh, I give it a B plus. I really enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Um. I'm curious to see where they'll go with the sequel. I mean, of course, they teased what they teased. Um, the uh, it, it relied too much of like, hey, this is a Superman, you know, spoof. They, they beat that drum quite a bit. <laughs> so much like they do the piano note I, in the music. I forgot about that, yeah. Like six or seven times. Yeah. And they do that, and it's just straight out of Man of Steel, man. And I'm just like, okay, like, that's a bit much, guys. Like, I fucking get it. There's like, even a, red, a shot with, like, a red wagon that's so, like, straight out of Man of Steel. Even yeah. I was like, wait. I was like, all right, guys. Like, exactly. So, I mean, like, there's parts it's like, okay, we fucking get it. So, I feel like it's a bit redundant in that case. Um... But, I mean, otherwise, I still... I had so much fun with this movie. I want more. I love how it kind of feels like a fucking... Um, just straight slasher kind of thing. Because it's like a kid who's now getting used to this. He's not sure quite what he can do. So, it's kind of like primitive and as creepy as he is at the same time in the way he kills. And uh, I, I fucking really dug it. I really fucking dug this flick. Okay. I will say... If they, I mean, we're getting a sequel. I'd like to maybe see him go. I think him in high school could be very interesting because I think this movie does have have some social commentary to it. Um, I'm curious, how do I put this? I'm curious how far James Gunn's willing to push it because you could use this kid as a metaphor for violence in schools. Like, I mean, you could really connect that dot really easily. 
I mean, even the bullying epidemic is kind of addressed here, even just with what he goes through. So, if you want to go there, you could. Um, I would. I'm. If anyone's going to have the balls to do that, it would be James Gunn. And I think if he goes there, that could be a really interesting, not just social statement, but could provide a really great backdrop for a second one. So I'm curious. I I will give this benefit of the doubt to that extent because James Gunn is James Gunn. I hope he's helping to write the next one. That, that, that is something I was kind of like, because some of the dialogue, I was like, ah. I'm like, this, yeah. I'm like, this, this could use a, this could use a, 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 a yeah, this could this could get punched up a little bit, and Gunn's really great at that. So, uh, yeah, I really hope he actually writes or helps co-write the next one. But uh, yeah, guys, what did you think of Brightburn? Let us know in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearin the First, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. And, uh, OJ, sir, you have your own podcast. What is that called for the people? Oh, oh you must be referring to the uh, the one and only On The Fly with myself and KJ. You can find us at soundcloud.com backslash onthefly-kjoj. Uh, you can find us on Twitter collectively at KJ and OJ spelled out. That's K-J-A-N-D-O-J. And my personal is at the O to the J, and that's the number two. Um, you can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash O to the J. And, uh, yeah, please do check us out on all of our plentiful various little uh, spots we got going on there. And uh, look forward to talking to you guys next time. Yeah, and you can actually, uh, if you go on their SoundCloud right now, I actually helped out recently on several of their X-Men films. Uh, uh, Days of Future Past, Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, Deadpool 1 and 2, and X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, and, of course, your favorite. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, X-Men Last Stand? No, one? First Class. Oh, First Class. Yeah, I did help First Class. Yes, too, you right? did. No, yeah. you insisted. That's why I was like, yeah, of course. That's right. So, uh, listen to those reviews, because those are a lot of fun. And they, uh, you guys will have a review up for Dark Phoenix on Sunday, right? Sunday, yes. Yeah, uh, by the way, just getting this out of the way, guys, uh, I'm out of town, uh, starting... Thursday night, so I won't be back until next Monday, the uh, the tenth. But we will have a review up for Dark Phoenix on the eleventh or twelfth. Uh, I'm seeing that uh, the morning I get back, so that'll be yeah. We'll see how awake I am. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.